the story so far? Reality breaks. Does the name Sim ring a bell? It's been like creating other universes on the side. When this one rewinds, the stuff he's making is like getting in the way. I don't know how we destroy a big simulation. We can sort that out when we get there. How do we how do we get there? How about a lightning trawler? You can see the prow of a sky vessel. Let's go and take their boat. Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we're all merely players. subtle thing have you been doing while all of this distraction has been happening? Uh, I I wanted to to sneak in through one of the the portholes mm-hmm. and I, I was I wanted to, to try and wrestle control of the helm. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to try and sneak up behind uh, the current helmsman and use my silent takedown move <laughs> to silently take him down. Yes. Okay. I believe that's a roll plus subtle. It is that's an eight. It's an eight. It's an eight. That's okay. I rolled a six, but that is an eight. I okay. suppose you can't be helped with that from where I am. I don't. I can't see how that would work, I unless I like shout abuse <laughs> at whoever's at the helm to keep them more distracted. <laughs> Could do. Were, were yeah. they distracted by by our speech and and <laughs> Yeah, Helen. If you want to do that, you Great. can actually okay. do that. Shouting, staring, pointing guns. <laughs> right. And if it doesn't work, I'm going to have to switch to brawling. <laughs> uh, so you're trying to sort of distract him and trick him, which I feel like is either suave or sly. Your choice. They're both ones, cool. so let's go with sly. Okay, it's a seven. You're a seven. Okay, you can bump strap from oh, a sorry, success. Eight, so make success to a full success. Yay! So I got to go around and do one of those sleeper holds. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to kill him. <laughs> We don't have time for this. (laughs) Quiet. As you grab the helm person Mm -hmm. in this sleeper hold, you recognise them. (gasps) Slightly changed, slightly different, Mm -hmm. uh, but recognisable. Wearing a wide-brimmed black hat with a a, a wide and accommodating hat band. Mm -hmm. uh, Long black coat. Mm -hmm. You can see the glimmer of metal below the waist one of the legs appears to be bionic and as you put this person to sleep mm-hmm. you look into the face of catastrophe michaels no way <laughs> erstwhile sheriff of the town of amnesty oh wow with a bionic leg yes you recall that last time you saw catastrophe michaels uh, she had just been kneecapped and thrown in a hole yeah I wonder who did that <laughs> yeah yeah, we threw her in a hole. <laughs> I'm going to just kind of look around. Um, I, I'm going Is there any rope? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's coils of rope about. Cool. I just like to tie her hands to to one of the the gunnels of the ship because I'm worried about what happens when she wakes up. Okay. She is not going to like 
me. Yeah, because of Helen's Helen. dist- because of Helen's distraction, nobody has nobody on deck has noticed that you've done this yet. Okay, cool. you're up on like the aft, like the poop deck, poop deck, poop deck, where the wheel is, mm-hmm. uh, and there are others running down on the lower deck. Yeah, running about. Slightly panicky, but starting to rally. Okay, and the people on the ground mm-hmm. are looking like they they wanting to do something as well. Yes, cool. I I'm gonna spin the wheel and try and fly away from the people on the ground. Okay, up. so at least they're not a problem, and we've only got the people on the boat to worry cool. about. Okay, uh, I think that's probably going to get the attention of the people on deck. Yeah, that's but fine. You can do that. Cool. Uh, I shall I shall yeah get their attention. I'll break my cover and yeah try and stop people on the floor from being a problem at least people on the floor people on the ground <laughs> is it a ground <laughs> yeah maybe it is a floor <laughs> maybe it's a carpet it's all made out of material I would like to start brawling please very good mm-hmm. okay so you just wade in yeah and just like ideally picking people up and punching them in the face and throwing them overboard <laughs> cool keep some of them alive Helen mm. we might need them Okay, so you can say that when I'm about four. <laughs> and I'm going, okay. <laughs> right, brawling is a, a spy skill, so roll blunt. Eleven. Nice. Tell us how this looks. Okay, so I get as far as just... I don't know, maybe it's because people are running towards one of the other two and then I just grab them and from behind and just chuck them. Just... <laughs> One, two, three, four. And then that says, uh, shall we take a different approach? And I go, oh. And then I just start just punching people and they're just knocked out for a bit until, I don't know, someone to give, give me another instruction. <laughs> I mean, how many of them are there? Because if there's only a few, I'll probably let her do it. But if there's quite a lot, yeah. then I probably would have jumped in and started doing the same. Helen seems able to handle the Great. amount that there are. Fine. <laughs> Happy with that. Yeah. Several, several, like the high priority ones, the ones who look like real bruisers, they've gone over the side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the rest are either unconscious or like nursing broken noses or boxed ears sitting around the deck. You cool. seem to have control of the ship now. Great. Okay, well, let's let's go. Let's grab the helm and start. I mean, you, you did it, right? Yeah. I thought we were going to have to go to somewhere else to get it. This has gone very well. Um <laughs> So, um, step two was fly to where we can find space help. Space, space help. Space help. Hound. Okay. Hound. Okay. Uh, I'll look around and see if I can find can something that looks like it's going into space. I look up. <laughs> <laughs> Is it up there? Wait, I guess I should probably do a preliminary check of, like, do we have enough lightning power to power this ship? <laughs> uh, yes. Great. The engine seems fully charged. In fact, it doesn't seem to be depleting. Great. Um, in your check of the ship, you find that the... A very well-appointed captain's quarters are locked and barred from the inside. <laughs> Coming back for you later. <laughs> but I, I'll probably, like, have a little swoop around the, the engine. I've got, like, my uh, my wrench out ready, and I see that it's all uh, all ship-shape and working in weirdly kind of in excellent condition. I just kind of, like, go, all right, and flip my, uh, my wrench and holster it back up and head back up and be like, let's do this. Regroup. Okay, I am going to point the ship at where space looks like it is, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then uh, think very hard about space <laughs> and attempt to become uh, Stratos. Okay, seeing as we're going to space yeah. and navigating to space, gonna go space. Okay, so the Diamond Falcon zooms 
towards this thread leading away from the scrubby amnesty scrap that you're on, Mm -hmm. what does it look like as it touches, as it meets this thread? I almost feel like it's... You know how when um, you kind of pull a a woven bit of thread and it kind of spits into Mm -hmm. two? Mm. It's almost like the prow of the ship is kind of doing that to it. So as it's going, the thread behind us is just spitting. Nice. And we're kind of riding the thread up towards space and everything behind us kind of falls. Unravels. Kind of, yeah, falls away. I'm like, oh dear. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) Just before you roll for for that, Mm -hmm. um, you ride the thread into the white void and all around you, you can see these tinier and tinier islands of reality of something you see some that have like a single building on them you see some that are just a scrap of land somewhere or water you see uh one that uh the one that you're heading towards is just black night sky with the suggestion of some like glittering debris uh in it Mm -hmm. you also see the undersides of all of these scraps Mm. and projecting from the undersides of each of these scraps. So every, the, what you see sort of on the surface of each scrap is different. What you see on the underside of each scrap is much more uniform. You see towers and structures of blue crystal, <gasps> like geometric, like right angles, uh, as if it's built of tiny blue cubes. Mm, cool. uh, and you see these, each structure is slightly different, but there is one on the bottom of every single one of these scraps of reality. That looks valuable. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's uh, very interesting. The other thing that you see as you enter the white void is another vessel mm-hmm. that starts as a speck and comes in to run parallel to you. Mm-hmm. Unfamiliar. It's blue with black detailing. It's quite sleek. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can see uh, as it draws close, under one porthole, you can see uh, the name uh, stenciled Air Errol. oh god the sky vessel you're on doesn't have anything approximating a radio Mm -hmm. there's no communication with this vessel currently but it's keeping pace with you on your journey oh okay strats do you want to make that roll now what are you adding uh plus one nice oh boxcars so that's 13 nice alright so you can load stratos alongside Uh, anything useful codename tank top codename yes tank top so now both tank top and stratos oh wow this must look weird because one of those versions (laughs) of you is a human and the other one is not yes I am the alien wearing the tank the tank top's clothes (laughs) brilliant everything great yeah and yes you can bring through some helpful element or person or whatever from parallax oh wow Oh, goodness. There's, uh, there's a, a whole host of things to bring through. As we're flying, I do that. The um, I, I like to think that... What was the ship? What was your ship's name? The Bad Moon Rising. The Bad Moon Rising, <laughs> I think, is going to do its signature move <laughs> uh, and uh, rise up to the other side of us. <laughs> so we've got Errol on one side and Bad Moon Rising are on the uh, other 
And screw it, I rolled really well and we can think big and epic. I reckon the rest of the armada that we uh, were with at the end of Inverted rises up behind us. (laughs) So we are now the sort of like flagship of uh, Space Armada going to space. Got a fleet. Oh yes. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) We should, do you still have that book? We should probably get the crew to read the book. Yes. I can do a reading. <laughs> Over the tangent. I don't know if we have time for that, but yeah. maybe whilst they're tied up, we can pass it around whilst we actually do the important stuff. Okay. Yeah. We, sure. We've got an armada. We don't need this crew now. Should I just get rid of them? I mean... <laughs> it's okay. That, that's not, okay. You know, it's okay, not their fine. fault. It's I've... not their fault. Right, We're fine. Saving, saving the universe. Stand it. Uh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. What's next? While you're still in the white void yeah. with this newly summoned armada... <laughs> You hear her, as you're steering at the helm, Catastrophe wakes up. You feel her stirring, mm. still securely tied. Yeah. And she just sort of blearily says, Where are we? What's going on? Uh, Catastrophe, you won't remember me. You'll remember me, but not me, me. Um, it's all in this book, but I've been told I'm going on far too much about the book. If I let you go, will you, uh, along with all these spaceships, help us save the universe from a mad... Uh, artificial reality created god. I know a lot of those words won't mean much to you. Mad, you say? Yes. I don't think he's mad. <laughs> he certainly ain't mad with me. Okay. Um, scratch the untying you bit. Um, I want to attempt to move from Parallax which is the whole stare into the abyss thing mm-hmm. to see if I can ask questions about what the situation is with Sim. So that's an alien plus two. A plus alien, yeah. Yeah. Ten. Ooh, okay. I'm actually going to look up how this one works because I think it's worth playing this rule properly. Which book is that you're using? This is the Impulse Drive book. Yes. Impulse Drive by Adrian Thune. Uh, you can get it on the internet. On a ten plus... Mm-hmm. You are shown dark visions that lend you insight. Ask the Abyss one question, then the Abyss will answer. The Space Master will ask you one question from the Abyss, stares back. Cool. What is your question for the Abyss? And what does it look like as Stratos, wearing tank tops (laughs) uniform, stares into the Abyss in search of forbidden knowledge? I think... I mean, uh, you are literally in an Abyss right now. Yeah, I think its eyes go like that same white of the void and like focuses in on catastrophe as like the con the thing that is connected like the thing that connects me to to what it is i'm asking about i i want the abyss to reveal to me sim's weakness i'm gonna ask where in what way is sim vulnerable interesting you focus on catastrophe and everything else around seems to you to just go white. It's just you and her mm-hmm. in this whiteness. The ship seems to disappear. The rest of you see he's still there, but his eyes have gone white. And slowly the background fills in, and you see Catastrophe climbing out of a hole mm-hmm. in, in a stockade as... The universe rips itself apart around her. You see her dragging a kneecapped leg. And you see in the sky, 
a darkness against the sun that resolves into a blue crystalline tentacled creature. Mm -hmm. And you see her lift her face to it. You have been wronged. I can make it right. You will become my anchor. One of several in this reality. In return, I will give you the tools to take revenge on those who have wronged you. And you see in your vision as her ruined leg seems open up in reality around it and it is replaced by this shining cyborg leg uh, with seams of blue crystal running through uh, where you might expect to see sort of power lines. Mm. And she stands. So you're deputizing me? <laughs> Sounds good. And something passes from the creature in the sky to her. Mm. Uh, a thread, a, a beam of light and comes to rest below her throat. In what way is your character's mind and soul vulnerable, is what the Abyss would like to know. A vulnerability for a vulnerability. Sure. I think they're vulnerable to... He's vulnerable to corruption, to being corrupted. Um, He, like, there's a... It comes from the kind of naivete and kind of wanting to belong that he will, it, sorry, it will, yeah, given the right push in the right direction, could be, could go anywhere. So it's not the most reliable one of me that there is. So in your vision, you see Catastrophe accepting this deal and your vision blurs and you see yourself accepting the same deal. Mm. And you know that it's possible. You know that there are circumstances in which you would. Mm. And the vision clears. Goodness. Welcome one and all. This is Merely Role Players, where theatrical people play role-playing games. I'm Matt Boothman, and I'm your compere for this production of Deja Vu, Act 10 of 12. While the players hold this tableau, let's take a look at the programme. If you're in the UK, and you like theatre like we like theatre, it's right to your MP time again. Lockdown has really started to hit the community now. The Nuffield Southampton is closing, and people are losing their jobs in Plymouth, in Manchester, even at the National Theatre. There's already been an official Parliament petition that led to a debate, so right now signing petitions is less useful than contacting your MP directly and letting them know how concerned you are about the loss of jobs, institutions, and potential for future productions. If you want, you could even point them to the paper submitted by the Society of London Theatre to the Department for Culture, Media and Sport, which includes a pre-made plan for supporting theatre through lockdown and out the other side. You can find links to that plan in the programme notes, along with sites that make it super easy to email your MP. Now, while I call beginners for this next scene, here's a transmission from our friends at the Brits on Bikes podcast, an adventure about precocious kids English folklore, creeping fascism, and the surprising untold story behind the decline of that beloved high street chain, the Woolsworths. Make your way back to your seats, please. 
It's curtain up in a minute and a bit. In other news, it appears that Marsh Haven is on the up as those good eggs over at Mondo Corps have done it again by announcing an Hello. 150 new jobs once they open the doors to the Phoenix Plaza. Various boutiques and offices, the plaza boasts a new exhibition space, famous Pete Mummy, and a much-needed cash injection into local secondary school, Anna Kingsford College. Hello. Look, if you can hear this, then maybe all is not lost. Marsh Haven is not the place that you think it is. It has secrets, and there doesn't seem to be a sane adult in a hundred miles of the place who wants to know. Look, just spread the word. The kids are doing the best they can, but the country needs to know. The world needs to know that... Brits on Bikes is an actual play podcast powered by the Kids on Bikes RPG. Listen on your preferred podcatcher and follow us on Twitter at Brits underscore bikes. Keep on biking. The Armada plunges out of the white void into a space debris field. Whee! <laughs> All around you are the remains of a titanically colossal artificial structure. Uh, and Stratos, you recognise this as the heart of the galaxy. Mm. Uh, a cluster of supermassive black holes around which a structure used to exist but which has been recently destroyed. I'm going to swing up to you on a rope, Tarzan style. Uh, Strat, um, are you all right? <laughs> wobbly, 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 wobbly. It's going a bit wobbly. <laughs> yep. Oh, I'm, I talk like this when I'm uh, him, don't I? But I'm also tank top, so I'm kind of just like normal, and I'm going through puberty. Um... <laughs> Ellie also had this problem when she was having to be Cloud Skipper and Cornish. I know more to write in my book. Get, uh, get the others. Uh, get the others. This one's important. Okay, I'm not going to get the book. I'm not getting the book. I've got the book. You okay, don't need cool. to get the book. Get, get the get, okay. get the I'll others. Get everyone. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Gathered. Um, I guess we make sure that the, the the remaining people on board the ship that I'll kind of would tied up under control. Yeah, and then we gather. Mm. I w- want to poke out a, a, a weirdly elongated and long finger uh, and attempt to like push. Like her the collar of her shirt down a bit and see if there's anything there. I mean, I, I know you're alien strap now, strap, but inappropriate. Big, it's big. Sorry, <laughs> this I saw. Uh, I can look into to this the abyss um, now, and that showed me that that she's working with Sim. Oh, and she if she's keeping him whole. And so are others. So I'm going to kill her then? No, 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 not, not yet. No, no, we want to see I, the, the, this, this thing. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Finish the job. Yeah, but she's allied to him. Yes, and it looked like something went here on her neck, and I want oh. to see what, what it is. Okay. Push it down. What do you see? I think it's going to... You know the, 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 the geometric pattern of Sim that appeared oh, yes. on the screen? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be like a little tattoo mm-hmm. of, of that, just like glowing that kind of blue colour. So that's what he does. 
I don't know how to detach him from her. I have an idea. What's that? Do I need to repeat myself? Oh. Um, we could just cut that bit out and see if she survives. I guess she's not real anyway. I'm real. I'm as real as any of you. Oh, that so we've had enough that. bloodshed. <laughs> what if we win her allegiance? If, yeah, give it a go. I'm not sure how, but I'll I'll try. <laughs> You're using upstage I'm, moves. I'm I'm yes I'm go yes. <laughs> <laughs> you need to. Are you gonna? I'm I'm gonna use the act of. Oh, I need to change. To, yeah. I need to change. To yeah. What is it about this situation that lets you latch on to that memory? <clears throat> I just think it can be very can arbitrary if you need it to be. Can she look like Kathy? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no. I think she looks like Kathy. Does sound like catastrophe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, she looks like Kathy. She looks like Kathy. She looks like a forgotten love. Oh wow! So I'm looking at catastrophe. Something about the freckles across the bridge of her nose. Quite sporty. Quite sporty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give us a roll. You have a plus two to load this one up. Please. Yes. Yes. That's ten. <gasps> okay. Yay. <sighs> you are both. Oh, yes. <laughs> wild Jumanji Viola Ellen. Yep. And upstaged Ellen. Mm-hmm. So joyful, woman. <laughs> uh, what useful person, thing, element, structure, plot thing would you like to bring through from upstaged? I think. Do we think there's an anchor? A per, in each world, there's an anchor that's tying Sim to be real. I think it would be satisfying if there's like an anchor that is like there's one for each of you that is like a person that you have some sort of relationship with okay presumably a beef with some kind of could beef, be a beef. Could, it doesn't have to be i'm gonna bring two birds with one stone what was the name of the guy that ran uh mine co- bro- mine co- on bone. bertie bertie i'm gonna bring bertie here Okay, right. Okay, uh, so you're bringing Bertie and Bertie is an anchor. Bertie is an anchor. Yeah. 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 Okay. Legitimate. Oh, I, I don't have to roll for that. He's just here. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, where does he appear? Uh, I think he appears up on the... <laughs> what's that thing? On the, the crow's, crow's nest. nest. The crow's nest. <laughs> he appears in the crow's nest, full Bertie style, with his jacket. Oh, gosh. What am I doing up here? Hello, Bertie, my old friend. You. <laughs> Long time no see. Is this whole thing your... Are we in space on a boat? Don't trouble your little head about that, Bertie. It's our new production. <laughs> you just listen close, and I'm going to use the skill to change yeah. someone's motivation yeah. from the upstaged, yeah. and I'm going to talk both to Catastrophe yeah. and to uh, Bertie up in the crow's nest. No, attempt to change their allegiance to our side. Okay. okay. What are you motivated by in this moment? Victory. <laughs> that gives you a yeah. plus one. Okay. Uh, normally you would have to spend life lessons, uh, but we're not really doing that. I'll just give you another extra plus one. Okay, got plus uh, two. You, you failed a fair bit in this, <laughs> in this <laughs> <laughs> You're reminding me. This is how we build those up. Okay. 
So yeah, uh, gives a roll and it's plus two to try and get their support. <laughs> it's a four on the dice. Brings us to a six. Anyone want to give me a hand over here? Uh, yes. Yes. I'm going <laughs> to try and also warp into upstaged Nat because her motivation is company mm-hmm. and everyone working together. Okay. All right. What's your uh, affinity with that version of yourself? Uh, <laughs> this is Lindsay. <laughs> oh no, sorry, no, so it's no, it's minus one, so yeah. yeah. So this could only go well, right? Yeah. Yeah. You see Bertie. That makes this version of yourself very easy to grasp in your mind. And Bertie. Oh no! <laughs> but it's also a four on the dice, so that's now a three. You do become upstage Nat. Oh no. But something unhelpful from upstage is gonna arrive. How about one of the judges comes through and they are another anchor and they have been greatly enhanced and are a big threat? (laughs) I think it's got to be Strat's judge. (laughs) Oh, what was my judge? Fabian Fitzgerald. Yes, that was a prime candidate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was either going to be him or the council worker guy. Oh, yeah, Derek. Hard mm. Derek. But Hardware. I feel like we won him over. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Fabian's a bit more wishy-washy <laughs> as yep. to whether we actually impressed him or not. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, okay, we have various things to resolve here because <laughs> so wrong. Ellen, Ellen has failed to persuade these two and Nat has made things worse by trying to help. <laughs> And also, you've brought something un- unwelcome through. Yep. I think there's a way we can combine all of these things together. As reality ripples around you, Nat, a seam spears <clears throat> off from around you to off the prow of the Diamond Falcon into space. And a tear opens, and through that tear comes floating without a spacesuit. Surrounded by a, a, a blue corona of energy, dressed in the familiar robes of a high technician of the core conclave, comes Fabian Fitzgerald. <laughs> and as he appears and the tear seals itself shut behind him, a fuzzy line of blue light joins the, the top of his breastbone mm-hmm. with Bertie in the crow's nest. Mm-hmm. A similar line joins from Bertie to Catastrophe, and a third line runs from Catastrophe to back to Fabian. And Bertie and Catastrophe begin to rise off the deck. Oh God. They're triangulating. <laughs> <laughs> the lines of light between them become brighter and, uh, and more distinct and crackle with exotic energies. Catastrophe's bonds are shredded by the energy, and the three of them form a triangle in front of the bow of the ship, connected by these lines of of blue shining force, and they speak with one voice. When all his anchors are united, he becomes unstoppable. And in the middle of the triangle, (laughs) something is forming. I mean, like, nicely talking didn't help, but I really wish that that did. This is the next step, violence. (laughs) 
I think I might just shout evasive maneuvers yeah. <laughs> and violently like move the ship in a direction differently because I think we're about to come under some form of attack. Okay. Can, can we maybe ask our fleet for help, or are they just going to sit there? We don't. We have no. We don't have. Um, we can't communicate. We can't with communicate we? with them. Does anyone know uh, some some war flags? <laughs> Please destroy the triangulation power. <laughs> don't know them. I think they're going to find out this is a threat. Pretty, pretty, pretty damn quickly. Okay. I have a feeling. I, I love the idea that you can communicate with the fleet through semaphore flags, so let's say you can okay. do that. Do that. And they, un- they understand. Their systems, <laughs> their systems can translate that. Okay, Strat, uh, you're taking evasive manoeuvres. Yes. Uh, roll slick or subtle, your choice. Oh, uh, it better be subtle then, because slick is not good. Where's some dice? Okay, uh, so subtle. Nine. That's a that's a, that's a, that's a nine. Your evasive maneuvers are successful, but you're going to take some kind of fire, or leave something behind, or lose time, or something along those lines. Um, I think uh, we should probably take probably take a bit of damage yeah. on the on the ship somehow. All right. What yeah. is coming through the triangle that damages you? Oh, no. Is it some sort of uh, attack, or is it Sim itself? I think. I mean, they sort of announced him, didn't they? Yeah, I think maybe this is a portal that allows his tentacles to get through. So maybe not the full hit, but it's like, yeah, his tentacleness oh. coming out of of the triangle. Sim is now Cthulhu. Yes, <laughs> the pretty much. You know that bit in the first of the new uh, Star Trek films where oh, yeah. uh, Eric Batman's um, ship's coming through? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it's like that. Okay. Thin, whippy, blue crystalline tendrils whip out of the triangular portal between the anchors. A couple of them seize members of uh, Sir Edmund Th- Lord Edmund Thorne's crew and just flick them into space, oh, into the void. Oh, sorry! <laughs> uh, and another of them grazes along the side of the Diamond Falcon mm-hmm. uh, and where it touches a kind of crystalline structure starts to spread through the wooden filigree of the ship. Oh, oh dear. Is that continuous or does that seem to stop off? It it spreads further than just where it where the tentacle touched, mm-hmm. but it does seem to it stops after a while. So you have this sort of wide stripe. Okay. Slightly brittle looking blue crystal sure. on the side of your ship now. Okay. So you don't want that to happen again, but it's not but you did not, not take the full brunt of right. your evasive manoeuvres. And the rest of the fleet like scatters into an evasive pattern as well. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I, I, I company motivation has clearly not worked. I, I want to be net making that again. I, ideally, I want to kind of rally the crew that are around, free them, and get them kind of let's we're, we're in battle. Come on, crewmates, ship mm-hmm. positions. Mm-hmm. All right, roll for net making that. Come on. Okay, that is an, an eight. Okay, Netmaker Nat displaces upstage Nat. That's fine. <laughs> and so you can get some sort of small beneficial thing through from that world. Get your sword. I'm literally just about to say, can I have my lightning cutlass You back, absolutely please? can, yes. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and it's charged. Yes! Yeah! Lightning cutlass! <laughs> Uh, you get to strike a pose as you become Netmaker Nat, holding oh, yeah. your charged lightning cutlass on the deck. I'm so cool. <laughs> <laughs> With that pose, how do you attempt to inspire the crew? Right, so, um, 
I think there's a, a bit of a crackle of the lightning uh, from the, the sword. I've not kind of discharged it, but just in that kind of moment, it's uh, dispelled and the, the ship also kind of crackles with a bit of potential energy mm. and like the ship is ready Ooh, for battle okay. as well. And the, the crew seeing this, I kind of grab the rope, swing down to kind of release them again. And like, I told you before, we needed you. Now is the time. Roll flare. Again with the zero. <laughs> Although that is another eight. Okay. They'll work for you and they will, they will do what you need and they will crew the ship and man the cannons and all that sort of thing. They need some sort of assurance or, or show that you'll make it worth their while. I still have the manifested gem mm. in my pocket that I had from the very start. Very nice. And I toss it in the air and I say... I mean, you've just seen me change before your very eyes. Imagine what else I can make happen. And I put it back in my pocket, ready for them later. Nice. That is good enough for them. They right. run to their stations. Your ship is now fully crewed, operational. Uh, it can fly, it can attack, it can do whatever you need it to do. been listening to Merely Role Players. In this season, you'll hear Ellie Pitkin, Alex Pankhurst, Josh Yard and Dave, Chris Starkey, Chris Buxey and Chris, Helen Stratton, Ellen Gould, Natalie Winter and Strat, all playing various versions of themselves, along with special guest appearances by Ellie Pitkin as Nia and the Space Jam Continuum podcast's Chris McLennan as Candice. I'm Matt, and I edited and produced the season, wrote and performed the theme music, and designed and ran the game we're playing. Like most of our games, this one's powered by the apocalypse. You can find more games in this genre at apocalypse-world.com pbta. If you enjoy Merely Roleplayers, let us know with a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or wherever you do your listening. You can also find us on Twitter at Merely Roleplay, at facebook.com slash Merely Roleplayers, and at merelyroleplayers.com. Merely Role Players is an independent production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Join us for more drama next episode. Mm-hmm.